Hello, 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 listeners of the Vast Alliance Prophetic Spiritual Warfare Channel. I'm so glad that we had a chance to talk again. And since our last episode, I have been thinking around the themes of what God has been teaching me. And sometimes the information or the knowledge is built up. I think about how to make the content easy to understand for the listener and yet being true to the message that God taught me. Thank you for being my listeners. And as my audience, if you drop me a question, you can ask it in the comments on our social media or you can write to me at our email address. I want to follow up a bit on what I shared in the last episode. These are additional stages or steps, which is part of the same theme. God is teaching me through relevant and complementary themes, build up, and then we see a deeper, richer understanding of the whole picture. I also have a cool visual of the spiritual enemy that I saw we were facing that caused me to elaborate on my last episode, which I put the visual on some of our social medias. So if you are a purely podcast listener, do take the time to check out to see the visual. Sometimes it just helps you so much faster to let the image pop in your mind, what I'm trying to express to you. So at the same time, when I saw the imagery of the spiritual enemy, around that time, I also saw that the world's economy is not going to improve and all the problems of inflation and of retrenchment just disappear and we start to get back into a good economy again. I wish it is, but from what I saw that God told me, I do not think that that's going to be how it's like. I first saw the problems of the economic crisis around 2020, where God showed me some startling pictures of what's going to happen to the economy, thus giving me and others a few years to prepare. And along the preparation time, I did not see so much of the dire state of the economy again. But in the recent months, I've started to receive them again, the visions. So like any ordinary working adult, the visions about economic problems is not something that I like to share. I wish as well that we are going to get over all these teething problems. So I was quite started and quite sad at that time when I saw these visions. And normally, I may not share so much about them 
But this time, I feel like I should share them, because if indeed that they are coming in the future years, we do want to get the word out to prepare people and to prove that our God is a living God who cares about the world, and also to walk this journey through with God and with the rest of you. So I'm just going to share a few scenarios of the prophetic headlines, news headlines that I saw for my country, and you can see whether it applies to you. I believe that this is a global recession that will affect many countries in the world in terms of the timing exactly when it hits your country's economy. They may differ slightly. But in general, as a whole, the world's economy is going to be affected. So I saw prophetic headlines like the name of the stock exchange for the nation says that it falls by another 10% and whether can the nation survive this if it keeps falling like this. And I saw the news report and there are some phrases and words like the worst day of our life, the traders at the stock exchange, they expressed when they were interviewed by the reporters. And I have never seen carnage like this. And people's livelihoods were wiped out in an instant. And I saw this man, he's just like any typical businessman in black business trousers and long white sleeve shirt his shirt was like uh, folded up to his elbow and a little bit um, untidy so he was seated at the steps of some tall and beautiful financial buildings like in the city area and he was just distressed and disillusioned because of uh, what happened to the stock market and I saw the name of the political party and it says um, maybe facing its worst challenge since its inauguration. And I saw a picture of empty shop fronts and empty um, buildings. And the news reporter interviewed a local resident who said sadly this used to be a bustling place. And then I saw the name of the country has fallen and then the name of the economic organization, something like BRICS or ASEAN on tender hooks, who would be next to go under. And I saw the country's politicians go on national television to assure the citizens that our country has ample food stalled in high-tech warehouses. And I saw this headline, Little Luxuries Got to Go as the name of the citizens tightened their belts. So the reporter was interviewing some local residents who shared about the little luxuries that they give up because of the inflation. So things like pedicures, vacations, dining out to save money. 
and I saw the headline a lost generation so these were bitter university graduates who were affected by the economic crisis and they were saying like first COVID then this and I saw the headline job market shredded highest unemployment rate in a decade and I saw as the housing property market prices plunges the headline did the government's cooling measures work too well and the news report read something like many local citizens are blaming the government for and so you get a sense and a flavor of um, what's happening in the region as I saw these headlines that I shared with you I'm not quite sure as to the speed and as to when they would occur and this is my guess is not what God told me but from my own deduction I think it should be around the next couple years and it's gonna last for a few more years after that so I don't want to be a doomsayer like one who brings bad news but I do feel that it is important that we make a stand and we tell you what we think is going to happen since this is what God is showing us and even as we are not financial consultants we are not able to advise you what to do with your money but we are men and women who love God and we can at least tell you what you can do to prepare yourself spiritually to face what is coming in the future years the shakara mashayaria the koramiata lagiora mashikara makarita oh god we just pray for these precious brothers and sisters and even those who are listening that God, we did not tell them these to scare them or to make them feel afraid or worried. But we tell them to be faithful to what you instruct us. And even as you can tell us what is going to happen in the future, then you can also teach us the solution. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Let's start our Bible reading at 1st King 17 verse 7 to 16. In this story, the prophet Elijah met the widow at Zarephath, and there was an economic crisis and a famine in the land for a long time. So the widow and her son, her resources have been depleted over time. Perhaps she had tried to survive for a while, but all her resources had already been exhausted. And in fact, she was down to her last meal. She didn't have any husband or many support that she can depend on, just herself and her son. And she told the prophet that, she was just going to make the last meal and then they're going to wait to die. So you can see the timeline that she has already went through and how they are at this point 
the lowest point of their struggling. And then the prophet Elijah, instead of feeding them or comforting them, he actually asked them to give him their last resource. So as the man of God, he asked the woman what little that she have to give him who represents God the last of what she has. I was so flabbergasted at his audacity. But doesn't it suspiciously sound like something that our God would have done? How many times have you ever been brought to your wit's ends when you have tried all humanly ways to solve the problem and yet you are at the end of what you can do? You know that you can do no more. And when you go to God, He says, Give me what you have. Give me whatever else remaining strength or resources or trust or hope that you have. Give it to God. And in verse 13, Elijah says, Do not be afraid. Go home and do as what you have said. But first make a small loaf of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me. And then make something for yourself and your son. Verse 14 For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, The jar of flour will not be used up, and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. Verse 15 she went away and did as Elijah had told her. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and for her family. Verse 16, For the jar of flour was not used up, and the jug of oil did not run dry, in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. And a similar version was again repeated in 2 Kings chapter 4 on Elisha and the widow's all. It's very interesting the way that God puts these patterns for us and repeats it for our attention. You know, in the coming years ahead, if there is really an economic crisis, it will be so important for us to understand what God is trying to teach us through this. What kind of mindset and thinking she has and what kind of spirit that God is trying to illustrate to us the importance of? I do know that in the past months, where God has been showing me the spiritual enemies and then showing me the visions about the economy. I know that in the months ahead, the years ahead, there is going to be a great shaking, much similar to what we have gone through with COVID. It's going to be shaking on this magnitude and on this level to uproot and to tear down some of the wrong structures that are in place and giving people in the world a chance to stop the usual momentum, a chance to take a pause and think about their lives. And because of all this shaking, 
that is also complementary with what many Christians and prophets and teachers have said, bringing us into the revival at the start of the last day season. Like anyone else, I would be worried and concerned. But what I know, what God teach me is that in the shaking, any structure or any foundation from yourself, from others, that is not pure and that is not of God, it's going to be exposed and it's going to show to be shaky. It's going to show that it's not going to be able to stand. When that shaking occurs, and whether the exposure is in others, in structures, or even in yourself, a good reminder for myself is to quickly recognize what is wrong with myself, what are the areas of lack or shortfall that God is pointing out to me that He doesn't like in me, so that I can change myself. And that keeps us in a safe place when we are able to judge ourselves first. If we are persistently unrepentant or refusing to acknowledge our thoughts, it would be scary for me that God would let me fall into the hands of others. So if God pointed out that something is wrong with me, I would much rather quickly agree with God and change myself to be on the safe side. Other than fierce love, which I shared in the last episode, another good lesson that God taught me this few months is when you're facing such a scary situation, the natural tendency is to become panicky and afraid and intimidated. All that is not going to help. Because if you are panicky, you may rush into making the wrong decision or doing the wrong thing. You are trying to run away or to escape because you are afraid of what is coming. And we get afraid because we are holding on to things that sometimes is really out of our control. Like we cannot control the recession and we cannot control the world economy. So if you trust in yourself and not in God, it's going to get exposed very quickly. And I am also learning it together with you. I'm by no means able to do it fully or well. But God is teaching me is the importance of the attitude. The attitude that you would trust in God and not in other things around you. And when you are able to do that, when you are able to forsake all for God, then you can achieve true fearlessness. And this is the attitude of fearlessness. When you forsake your own priorities, your own desires, your own self-protection, and you give them up for God, trusting in the character of God, that He loves you and He will not let you die without a reason. 
and even though we may be still afraid, but we make the commitment that we want to get right with God, and we want to depend on Him. I hope that this sharing has put some thoughts in your mind and give you some things to think about as you see what is happening around you. And even though things may happen that is shocking to you, to the people around you, you know that there is a Christian God who knows what is going to happen. And He has told His people. And there are people of God who have been so moved by God that they would risk their reputation, risk sounding like a lunatic, because the love of God compels them, that God wants them to tell you, because God loves you. I hope that over the course of these two episodes and the notes that I put out in my community, there is a good balance of being practical, of knowing what's going to happen, and doing practical things to prepare ourselves. And this is balanced by the wisdom in God, by the spiritual preparation that we do in our God, so that in the future, should difficult times arise, it will test what kind of person you are, and it will test the quality of your God. Let's walk these years together. Let's help to encourage each other, support, help out, doing the things that God wants us to do, and He will guide us, and He will give us ideas, and He will teach us along every step of the way. God bless you and thank you for listening. Goodbye.